When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's Craig, back in lovely Los Angeles, and I want to take a moment before the show to tell you about our Patreon offerings. That's right, we have so many things to offer you on patreon.com slash and Craig. For $5 a month, you get bonus episodes. For $7 a month, you get all the bonus episodes, plus all of the listener questions episodes, which include full episodes with Alaska, Bible Girl, Trixie Mattel, and the list goes on and on and on. For $10 a month, you get all the bonus episodes, all the listener questions episodes, and our movie club episodes. That's right, Movie Club. We've done Steel Magnolias, Suspiria, Legend, John Waters' Hairspray. Oh, and we're going to be doing uh, John Waters' Crybaby with special guests Cherry and Sophie. I just taped a movie club in San Francisco with Cherry and Sophie about Rocky Horror Picture Show, and we had the incredible fortune to find someone who not only hadn't seen the film, but had never heard of it. So we get to talk to a pure Rocky virgin. Also, shock treatment coming up soon with Miss Trixie Mattel, David, and Jake Shears. And there's already two movie clubs with Trixie Mattel, one for Contact and one for Scream. In other news, we'll be doing our very first live episode of Whimsically Volatile at LA DragCon on Sunday, May 25th. Get your tickets now at RuPaulsDragCon.com and for a discount, use our promo code WHIMSICAL for 10% off. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Katya and Craig. Leave a review and subscribe on iTunes and you know what? Now that we've got all that taken care of, let's get into the show. A Russian ballerina stopping on a bureaucrat. A perky suburban housewife who just got into scat. It's whimsically volatile. Where are we at? We're at Wigs for Vanity. Yeah, we are. Welcome, Vanity. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Oh, this is it? Oh, wow. I was here for my first Mardi Gras. Yes, you were. What was your Mardi Gras experience like? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was a qu- it was quite a different one for me actually. Um, look, Mardi Gras traditionally is the time when all the poofters get together. We have a great time. We take lots yeah. of drugs. Yeah. We party. It's like just letting our hair down. Yeah. Mind you, in saying that, back in the day when we were young, every weekend was like that. <laughs> but and weekday as well. Well, yeah. When you're a drag queen, it's you know you work you work every night. So yeah. every night's a party. But this year was the first year that I was. Oh, not sober, definitely not sober, but but <laughs> but clean. Like it was the first okay. year that, that, that the last year was the last year that I decided that I was going to take drugs. So sure. I'm sort of I'm sort of you know at the point you know I'm forty now. I'm like you know what I've done that. That's yeah. I've I've done it a lot and I've and I've given it a good go. And all the research you've done, all the, all the research. Yeah. Yep. And um and now I'm just like okay, I've done that now. Yeah. That's okay. good. I've got I've got, I've got better things to do than not better things, just different things. Ad- adult things to do. Sure. 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 Now and um oh yeah. sorry. Oh no, I was going to say now what was your consumption of choice? This oh, it was alcohol. Sure, but what uh, in particular? What kind of cocktail do you like? Vodka. Yeah. Uh, now on the rocks, or do you like a mixed drink? Or? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> However, it comes. Um, sure. I um no look. I tell you what. I had to work. This is why it was a, a very different experience for me for Mardi Gras. Like usually, mm-hmm. it, Mardi Gras can last up to four days. <laughs> It feels like it's done that for us, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and but it's also a big lead up as well because it's always even if I, if I'm doing drag and I'm working as a drag queen, it's always a, a big build up and lead up 
with a lot of work. You're doing a lot of gigs, sure. but I don't do that anymore. But right. now I'm doing wigs. Yeah. So now I'm working. So it's like it's 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 a busy time of year. It's basically like you know, it's hairdressers Christmas is a busy time. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, my Mardi Gras is my hairdressers Christmas. Yeah. And um and so there's this massive big lead up. And then you get to the party, you get to what's well, the parade and the Mardi Gras night, and you get to release and let your hair down, and then you enjoy, you know, finally the the rewards yeah. of working so hard sure. and and celebrating who we are and blah blah blah. So, um, but this year I couldn't do that. This really? year it was I had to work on the Sunday with Courtney for Dancing with the Stars. Oh right, of course. So dress rehearsal, and then we had to shoot all day on Monday. Sure, you all saw Courtney's really moving performance on the. Yeah, uh, wasn't it beautiful? Yeah, it was. It was really gorgeous, and it was the first time I'd seen that show live. Mm. We'd been watching the dances afterwards, and oh, we yeah. happened to be at a TV, and we we're like, "Oh, we should definitely watch oh, this." Yeah. And yeah, it was perfect. It was. Oh beautiful. yeah, strain TV is nothing like it, is there? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there? There really isn't. What's that, uh, Sammy? What's that morning show? Which one? The Sunday one. Oh, Studio Ten. Yes, I'm kind of obsessed with Studio Ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it it's really good. <laughs> to be honest, I don't watch much Australian free day television. I don't watch free day television. I watch you know, I've got I, I will sit down and watch television for 24 hours a day, but it's not with ads. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that as well, but like with the novelty of it. Yeah, me, I'm yeah. Like, I'm ooh, sure. Ooh, what's that? Ooh. Well, whenever I go to the states, I always love watching the television and watching the ads. It's always oh, so much fun. Aren't the ads the best? Yeah, they really are. They're good. They're actually entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, and I love uh, old vintage ads from the 80s. You look at it and you go like, "This is insane! How did they get away I know. with this stuff?" Yeah, but anyway, I sidetracked us. So sidetracked. So, so this year, I feel like I was successful in the way that I did turn up to work, and mm. I was able to do my job. Yeah, and I was, you know, I had won, had won that battle, but <laughs> I think subconsciously my out was my my, my fail safe mm-hmm. was just getting and like I said subconsciously like I didn't do it consciously was just getting so drunk that all I could do was go home <laughs> <laughs> that's a, you know what that's a good system yeah that's a good so, system so and, and and you know and usually like I said before like we w- work so hard leading up to the actual night that then but then there's like this reward and this release afterwards but I didn't have that so right. I kind of felt like I knew I had to get all squished into a very short space of time yeah and that and I'm a, and I'm a bit of a loose drunk and I've got like a bit of a, a slight drink problem when it comes to drinking <laughs> now tell me, run that down for me like what's the uh trajectory for your night if you go out drinking oh well uh, well you know what i don't i look i don't go out that much anymore the only sure. time the only times i go out now is if i'm working yeah and thankfully like doing drag i mean and thankfully like you know my my, my job's really consists of just doing one a, a hostessing shift at stonewall hotel mm-hmm. you know upstairs and it's really easy all i have to do is turn up chat to people and do two spot numbers oh, okay yeah for like, it's like two and a half hours long it's like it's the easiest Perfect. job yeah but i've got to the point where i can't even do that <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't i have cut back like i mean i mean i i've enjoyed a lot of you know things <laughs> in my life things and stuff <laughs> things and stuff <laughs> and it's all whittled down to to the point where I, I feel kind of like i'm sort of succeeding as an adult somewhat yeah yeah. But drinking is like one of the last things I have left, and mm-hmm. and 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 I don't drink during the week anymore. I don't, you know, I know I wasn't an alcoholic, mm-hmm. but like, but I, but I did think, oh, I think my drinking is a problem, right? And right. um, but I've been successful to successfully, you know, like stop drinking during the week and like just stop drinking just just to the sake of it, having a glass of wine at night. Yeah, like, sure. Why just have one glass of wine? Right. You know, I want a bottle, like or two. Yeah. Like, it's very easy too to have it like blur into all kinds of situations. Exactly. Yeah. So I had to start putting rules on it, and it was fine, very easy, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. But now it's sort of like my body goes, oh, I really miss that. And when I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely right. Well, you excel at so many things. You really want to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> I do succeed at yeah. being a drunk. <laughs> so look, and I don't, and I personally, like, I think it's, I love it. 
I think it's I think it's great. I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not, you know. No, I think that's important, uh, especially you said being an adult. Part of being an adult too is saying like sometimes I want to be, if not irresponsible, if that's not the perfect word, but sort of partying. You know, you have it contained in a certain space of time. Yeah. Like John Waters, after a while, he would um, only smoke and drink on like a Friday night. Okay. And that yeah. would be it, but he'd really do it. Yeah. And then Saturday would be recovery, yeah. and then back to yeah. normal. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I think it's, we should never deny ourselves the things we love. Right. Um, But but managing, you know. Managing and controlling it, I think, is important. And I I feel like I've done that in in 99% of my life. (laughs) 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 But Mardi Gras has happened to be. So, anyway, so the trajectory of my (laughs) night. So, I had to, I I started getting ready at, I worked really hard. Like, we we, we had a lot of work to do it. And with all my Wigs by Vanity stuff, I was also working with Courtney. Sure. So, she was, you know, we, we did the Eurovision contest, which is up in, um, in, on the Gold Coast, and that, that took me out of the salon for like five or six days. And for those not familiar uh, with the distance, how far away is the Gold Coast from? Oh, it's only like an hour and a half, oh, an hour and a bit flight. Oh, okay. But it is in a, it is halfway. Well, kind of, you know, it's 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 a, it's it's, it's sure. a eleven hour drive. Uh huh. And there's packing. There's I'm gonna a lot burp. Of Hold on. Oh, please no. Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, how rude. Yeah. <laughs> how unladylike. like. <laughs> I meant to not keep it in the show. Oh, okay. Well, I, I have listened to the show. I know what sort of show it is. <laughs> um, what was the question? Um, How far away was is, is the Gold Coast? The Gold Coast. We, we don't. Yeah, it's it's it's. Well, it's just a, curious because yeah. In addition to all the prep you have to do, and then mm. you have to load it into trunks and move it, and then come back. And well, look, I mean, oh, look, my my loading is pretty simple. Like, it's, okay. it's you know, it's it's a wig. Like, it's you know, it's it's. Oh right. It's, you know, That's I'm, a good point. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm. I'm I'm pretty self-contained, and, sure. I, and I and I just travel with what I need. I'm not one of those those artists or hairdressers or makeup artists that just travel with everything they own just in case. I'm like, sure. no, no, we're doing okay. this. Unlike me, this is what I we're mean, gonna have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all I'm carrying. <laughs> Which Courtney sometimes gets annoyed at, but never mind. <laughs> so then you were doing that, and then uh... so so I was out of the salon quite a bit, and you know it was like a lot of stuff. And then you know Courtney was doing Dancing with the Stars, and that was a lot of stuff as well. And just so on top of everything else, and then she had different things, and so. On top of my usual work, which is quite extensive for this period, then I had her stuff as well. Sure. So I got to the point where I was like, okay, I just, you know, had to, just had to get there. So I got there. Yeah. And then I had to, I had the morning off on Mardi Gras day and I went and got a massage and, you know, did all this and that and, and um, and bought my jewelry. I didn't make my outfit until the night before. So I was like, I was very late with all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I got on the day and I started getting ready at one o'clock. And of course, like, you know, I can't even, I can't even think about, I can't even walk into my drag room without having a drink in my hand. It just doesn't work that way. Like (laughs) drag and alcohol, like I have to have a good time. I can't be doing drag. That's why I just understand like, oh no, no. I don't know how uh-huh. all the drag race girls do it and just do it day in, day out, sober, sure. trying to, you know, getting in and being professional. I'm like, oh, yeah. honey, that would not work with me at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, and that leads back to uh, your story about before Priscilla, when you sort of hit a dead end, at least um, yeah. how, how you felt about drag. Yeah. Because you were sort of on the hamster wheel of yeah. the performances yeah. and the drinking yeah. and all that, right? Yeah. And, and, but that, 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 I still carry that with me in a way. Like, drag to me has to be fun. Sure. It can never feel like work. Once it feels like work, I just hate it. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I don't do it a lot because yeah. I don't, oh, I've sort of, you know, sort of semi retired because, you know, I, I don't want to do it unless I'm having a good time, yeah. but I, it's unhealthy to have a good time and do it a lot. Yeah. So, again, it's the managing thing. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I really, you know, have a, you know, my my business is more important to me these days than going yeah. out and getting drunk and being in drag. Sure. Even though it all ties in at some point, you know. Yeah, it's all part of the same. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I so I I started getting ready. Had a you know about four really nice strong vodkas. Got ready, <laughs> left the house, but my mistake, and then I had to go and do Courtney's hair for the parade. 
Um, and then I had a, a um, party to go to before the actual parade. And then I was going to march with Jolene in her mm. Rainbow Families float. Um, that's Jolene. <laughs> hi, Jolene. Hi, would you like to say hi to... Hello. <laughs> Jolene, ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, and so I got to Courtney's house, did her hair. I got to my friend's party, pre-party, did that. Got to the beginning of the parade with Jolene and started the parade. And mm. that's where it all went downhill. <laughs> but it all went downhill because before I left the house, I got a Gatorade bottle and it, with, a, with, a, with a roadie. <laughs> and I tipped uh, out uh, most uh, of the Gatorade and filled the rest up with vodka, which that was the mistake. And I realized <laughs> that now in retrospect. <laughs> One time years ago, there's that stuff called hypnotic. I had done that with a Powerade bottle, oh, which yeah. is blue. Mm-hmm. Poured it in there. And then I went, ooh, that's a bit sweet. Added vodka to it. And then the next morning, I had a hangover that made my head feel like shattered glass that had yeah. been put back together. Yeah. yeah, I woke up with a slight headache, oh, a hangover, but not really, not considering what I should have. Mm. But so, so what happens then after I did the parade? I got lost in the the love of the parade of Mardi Gras. Like just you know, just just got. Just Isn't this wonderful? Oh, it's just wonderful. Like, just, and I love it, and it's beautiful. And that's something that I want to do every year is just be a part of the parade. Um, but I kind of lost Jolene. I ran off on my own. I remember hugging people and, like, you know, like just running back and forward along the parade route. God knows yeah. what happened. Anyway, then that was really it. That, that's, that's, that's all just very, very, very fragmented from then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't make it to the party to do Courtney's sure. hair for the party. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she had the hair. It was fine. And yeah. she had, there was lots of people there that could help her. So that was fine. Even though technically I didn't, I didn't make it, but she wouldn't have wanted me there anyway. <laughs> Not the state I was in. But I met new friends and I was like, but, oh, and I nice. thought it was fine. I woke up in the morning at, yeah. like, at whatever time I was in my bed. I mean, still with my face on and drag sprawled all over the floor. But um, I thought, oh, that's good. Yeah. Great. That's, I succeeded. <laughs> I didn't stay out. I didn't stay out. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get seduced by the party. Right. And we um, missed the the parade, but yeah. really did it proper at the party. Oh, yeah. We bumped into Courtney at about 4 a.m.? I think so, yeah, because we were in Jason's dress, Jake's dressing room, and they had adjoining dressing rooms, and then she popped her head in, because we were sort of passing like ships in the night. Yeah. And Courtney is so disciplined. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows exactly. She can trust herself. Yeah. She, she knows her limits, and she can go have a great time. See, I don't trust myself. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I've got rubber arms. <laughs> you know, it's been, and, and it's all the past experience I've had. Finally, at, at 40, I've sort of realized that I just don't trust myself. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good. Again, managing, knowing your limits and all that yeah, stuff. Then it makes yeah. everything so much easier. Yeah, it, it takes, does. But yeah. I'm so looking forward to coming to the party and hanging out in the dressing room. Oh, yes. Because I've right. never been drunk at the party. I've never been tipsy and having a good time. And, oh, you okay. Know, yeah. So, I was looking forward to that, but that didn't quite happen. Mm. It was funny because we didn't know who was next to us. We would go in the room, charge the phone, whatever, get a water. And there was peals of laughter coming in through the, uh, the room. And then we found out it was... Courtney was like, oh, okay. All right, now we get it. One big family up there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mardi Gras has its very own special f- flavor to it. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been to London Pride, mm-hmm. and it's very different to our Mardi Gras. Yeah, there's a certain energy that, that is uh, a very, like, light, like, loving up feeling. Yeah. Even though I know about the sort of the crackdown on certain things, and there's a sort of police presence, there wasn't really at the party. Because oh, I was good. sort of imagining something a little bit more... I guess dystopian yeah. <laughs> than, than it yeah. happened, so yeah. which was good. Yeah, because other festivals and other parties that happen, like currently, yeah, they're all like so heavily surveillanced. Yeah, yeah, mm. which is a shame. Yeah, but yeah. I'm glad that it wasn't Mardi Gras wasn't like that. No, you, you know. Oh, oh that's on. nice. Yeah, no single dog there. No single, just couple dogs. <laughs> Depends couple on what sort of human dog dogs. you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> just married dogs, which I thought was sweet because they have to be represented too. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about Courtney, for those who don't know, you two are drag sisters. Yes, we are. 
Yeah, I thought you were going to say drag. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we can say, what would you like no, to say? No, no, no. Usually people like made the mistake of saying, because it's that whole drag mom thing. It's like drag daughter thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but four years apart, I am nobody's mom. Like, people say on Instagram, will you be my drag mom? I said, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the sort of thing, too, where it has to actually sort of organically happen? It or, does, absolutely. Yeah. Courtney and I are drag sisters. Yeah. We're like we're like family in real life. Like mm-hmm. we've known each other for a long time, and 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 it is a really beautiful friendship. And and it's yeah yeah we are like it's family. Mm-hmm. It's nice. And, you know, we've had our ups and downs. I just like family. Sure, always come out at the end stronger than ever, which is sure. nice. That is a remarkable thing. That the first time, especially, you have some kind of issue with your friend, and then you're back, and you're like, not only is it cool, but we're better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. I think coming through issues like that. Not that Courtney ever, ever had that. You know, major issues. Um, you know, it's always nice to come at the end, and then you just realize you appreciate so much more, like the the friend, how, what the strength of the friendship. Sure, which is nice. I was already well established as a drag queen in Sydney mm-hmm. by the time Courtney sort of came on on the scene, and she just wasn't even doing. She was just a little little boy, mm-hmm. and um, it took a little while for her to sort of get her feet. Sure. To thing, and, and I, at first I was like, oh God, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I'd already had because I was I didn't have drag. This is before, like you know, you know, social media. Sure. And like you know, we didn't have, really have drag mums in 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 Sydney. It's not really um, an Australian thing, right? Like it's not really. I yeah. mean, you, you get you have people who help you, and like you become part, become friends, and like colleagues, and mm-hmm. you know, people take you under their wing. But like, but you never, we don't really have a drag family as such. Because I come from a hairdressing background, I'd mm. always t- t- thought I was. <clears throat> taking on drag apprentices. Sure, sure. You know, with a hairdressing apprentice sort of thing, apprenticeship. And so I'd have, you know, drag queens that I'd, I'd help. And it was usually people who were really talentless. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, you need help. I'll yeah. help you. Come on, I've got enough to share. Come yeah. on. <laughs> um, and usually, <laughs> and there was always like, I'd always fall on deaf ears. Um, but, but Courtney was a different kettle of fish altogether. Sure. So by the, by the time Courtney came along, uh, I think oh, it was a long time ago, and it was like a very hazy time. Well, sure, but um, but I I, I kind of feel that like I really wasn't interested at first, oh, and, it, and it took uh-huh. her actually being serious for me to go. Oh, okay, you're serious now. Yep, sure. Okay, come on. And sure. that's when I sort of took her under my wing, and it, you know, we sort of you know, helped with the makeup, and mm-hmm. and you know, loaned her all my wigs, which she lost, and she was put on a ban <laughs> from that. And <laughs> um, sensing uh, maybe what one of the issues might have been at the beginning. At the beginning, yeah. Oh, she was just young. She was no, a kid. Of course, she was eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it sounds so cliche, but uh, she has made me a better person. Like I feel like our friendship is like very much like I wouldn't be here. I would actually be right here right now because, mm-hmm. like, in the situation and what I have now, because you know, like. Uh, I'm not a business person. Mm-hmm. I'm not entrepreneurial at all. I'm mm-hmm. very creative, and, yeah. and you know, and and I'm good at what I do. But yeah. but but what I do is is not not business. Sure. And so that's how we've got this is because Courtney and I went into business together. So she was all the the, the entrepreneurial and business side of it, and I was all the creative. Mm-hmm. And um and so you know I wouldn't be here with what I have now without you know right. us working together and her pushing and and being the the, the force behind what we have. S- sort of returning the favor. Of uh, the help that you did before, you know, yeah. in sort of a I mean, spiritual so. sense. I'd hope yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, she's, she, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a very sweet thing. Yeah. And, and it's so. lovely, too, when friends can do that with, with each other. Yeah. And it's rewarding yeah. for each person. And the relationship with Courtney is also interesting because of the parallels I saw when rereading your blogs about the feelings that you had growing up 
being a boy, not being encouraged to enjoy the things that you enjoy. Yeah. And uh, what I saw in Courtney's performance on Dancing with the Stars this week. Yeah. Well, well, we we, we both feel the same. We're, it's it's it's, and that, that's what makes us so close. And sure. actually, what's what makes us like family because we're so similar. Um, yeah, we both have struggled with our gender identity a lot, and um, and it's taken me a long time, like yeah. like a long time, my whole life. I've been just a few years ago. And I went to therapy and I did, like, I did some work and I just, I just, I got to the end of my thirties, like, right, I can't take this into my forties. Like, yeah. I really feel like, and I, and I love being 40. I love growing older and I love maturing and aging. Yeah. And I always think that every year's gotten better. Why would it just get, continue, continue being better? Yeah. But I can't take all my scars and all my emotional issues into the next part of my life. Sure. So I, um, I went and did a lot of work on a lot of, you know, therapy and sort of really evaluated what was important to me. And, and basically I learned to love myself. Sure. And accept myself. Which does take a long time. It does. And especially like, yeah, I mean, all my life, all my childhood, I was made to feel shame with who I was. Mm -hmm. And then all when I was going through high school, like everyone attacked me and and, and bullied me because of who I was. Mm -hmm. And then when I sort of discovered my tribe and sort of started doing drag, then sort of, you know, subconsciously, the gay scene in Sydney then told me, because being femme, being a femme, being a drag queen was fine, but not being sure. a femme guy was fine. Uh-huh. So I was like, but but you know, I was uh, ultimately a femme guy yeah. who did drag, right? Um, even though I do think that you know, I don't just do drag; like I am drag. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm I'm not I don't need to do drag anymore because I really have incorporated vanity in myself into this merge into the same being, which yeah. is what I think it always was. Yeah, but I needed to have that. Those two specific genders, sure, in order to sort of to sort of fit in or feel comfortable. Yeah. But now with this whole gender revolution, we sort of are learning that you can just be yourself. Yeah. No matter who you are, incorporate everything. Incorpor- yeah. 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 Incorporate everything. So, so it's 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 funny because like I do like even Courtney I was talking about it this other night, like and that's about about her her performance on Dancing with the Stars. Like she had a bit of a, a bit of a, an emotional breakdown during the rehearsal because she just realised how important that subject was to her and how yeah. it's affected her. And both of us, at some point in our lives, have have thought we were trans. Like and, uh-huh. and had thought, would, should we be women? Like, are we women? Sure, right. Would we be better off as women mm-hmm. emotionally and you know, in our place in the world? And I thought that very early on. Like, I took hormones when I was nineteen, oh, wow. twenty, and like mm-hmm. you know, I sort of was touring with a lot of trans women and doing a lot of shows and. And, and, you know, working with them, I sort of thought, oh, well, this is, I think, what is who I am. Yeah. But very quickly, I realized that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And how long did you take the hormones? Oh, just, just a few months. It's okay. not long. Yeah. Not long at all. But it was enough to show physical signs and like sure. physical results because mm-hmm. I was so feminine anyway. Sure. So that was when like I was sort of, was sort of growing, you know, bitch tits. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be a woman. That's not who I am. Like, yeah, I, I, sure. I like the glamour. I like the dress up. I like, I yeah. like. I like the femininity. Yeah, right. And there is certainly a deep part of me that is female. Yeah. But I'm not trans. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and that's the thing. But but in those days, and that was the late nineties, and like and 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 you know, you, there was there was really no only two options. There was man or woman. Yeah. There was nothing in between. Right. So and really no resources to sort of read about, right? Or like ask uh, other people. Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. So so but then then our journeys have, you know, continued and 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 so uh it's gone to a point now where I'm, and Courtney and I discussed it that basically I'm I'm, I'm I am trans, mm-hmm. but without having without without the need to take hormones. Sure, like I'm happy. I identify as male. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with you know with my body and the way I look. Yeah, I mean I'd like to lose a few kilos, but that's not my <laughs> gender identity. <laughs> um, but um, but you know I, I think it's just important 
for you know for me especially that I just remember that this is who I am yeah. and that, that's enough yeah and that, and that is absolutely. that's perfect and yeah. and everyone out there that's listening like you know to that they're the same just and, and everyone's story is going to be different and we're all yeah. on the spectrum we all are there there are, there are so many colors in the rainbow and we all fall into a color or you know into a percentage of the spectrum but mm-hmm. none of us are going to be exactly the same so right. and I think also true even if if your story doesn't mirror any of the stories that you hear other people's like it's just as valid and you just absolutely yeah yeah absolutely I get like a lot of kids on Instagram message me who ask, you know, who who like who are inspired by my freedom of myself. Yeah. And sort of want advice and I mean I and, and I have to say that all of them like I don't I'm not I don't have the authority to give you advice on your life because I don't know anything about your life. Sure. But yeah. you know all I can say is that, you know that your life is perfect. You're right. perfect. You just need to remember that and, and own that and 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 celebrate that. And it can be difficult too. I've gotten a little bit of it sometimes when people reach out and you want to help them, but you don't feel maybe that it's the best thing for them. Mm. You know well, what I mean? Exactly. You're doing great. Yeah. And you mean that, you know, and it's yeah, everything. Absolutely. But just keep pursuing whatever it is you feel is the light at the end of the, the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to listen to yourself. That's key. Absolutely. Yeah. Intuition. Because I remember, again, rereading your blogs, one of the things that struck me most and resonated with me is the thing in your poem when you're writing about blue, mm-hmm. especially, and then sort of being feeling like a robot. You yeah. Know, because oh, yeah. you're just finally going along with what the others tell you to do. Yeah. To please them. But, Absolutely. Yeah. I think the line is that my soul is dis- gets dis- has, like, is dismantled. Yes. Like, because you get taken apart, because yeah. you get dissected, like, because when you're a kid and a child, like you, you don't know what you're doing. You just, you're just living your life. You're yeah. just being authentic and true. But, sure. but piece by piece, someone who's got authority above you starts to take something away from you because they don't think it's right or they don't agree with it. Yeah. And and that was with with especially you know from my point of view, you know I grew up in a very close-minded family. Mm-hmm. I mean my my stepfather's family were very 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 heterosexual and very Australian and, and yeah. very and, and had no knowledge that they, they probably never even met a gay person. Okay, so, sure. But my mum, like my mum's side, like they, they, they were much more sort of, you know, open-minded. But even still, it was the 80s. Like, you know, they just, they didn't know. Yeah. Um, and, and I was not only sort of, uh, I was very obvious what I liked. My attraction towards things was very, very obvious. Sure. Like it was, it's like still like I am now. Like I either love it or I hate it. Yeah. But what I love was all the girly things. I love Barbies. I loved Shearer. I loved, you yeah. know, like I love all these things, but I wasn't allowed to play with all that stuff. Yeah. And I was forced into playing with He-Man instead of Shearer <clears throat> because <Yeah. clears throat> Shearer was for girls and He-Man was for boys. Right. You know, like I want to do gymnastics and dancing. Mm-hmm. But I was forced into soccer and, and, and football. Yeah. And I hated it and never did. And, beca- and I became such a lazy child because there was nothing for me to do that I was interested in. The reward is absent, you know, and you're just doing this thing. So, of course, yeah. you feel lazy or whatever. You know, yeah. that's what happens. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and, and as children, like, you know, we're, we're, we're so, we're so, like, easily influenced and easily programmed. And, and impacted as impacted, well. Impacted, yeah. yeah. So, so, my programming from very early on was quite... I mean, you know, I was never unsafe. I was never abused, not yeah. not physically. Sure. Um, but you know, but was I given the all the tools I needed to become a, a good, you know, solid adult? I don't really think I was. Sure. But not because that was deliberate, just because they didn't know any better. Yeah. But in saying that, you know, we're all you know, richly colored because of our past. That's and, true. And I own it now, but it's taken a long time. It does give you a perspective on so much when you come through that and then you do the work yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think the I think the work's really important. Yeah. You need to do the work. You can't years and years I just I just you know, suppressed. 
and try to say, oh, no, that's, that's, I don't want to go there. I can't go there. It's too hard, too much pain. Yeah. But you have to. Don't you, you think sometimes when you're like, this is too much, this is too much pain, that's the thing actually you're supposed to go right for headlong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's so weird because it's such a counter feeling. It is. Yeah. It is. But that, that, that pain, that gnaws at you, that eats at you inside, that's poison. It is. Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it affects parts of your life you don't even realize it's affecting. And that's what was happening to me. Really? Like, I was, yeah. you know, that's why I was taking so many drugs and I was an absolute cunt. Like, I was an, a, a, such a bitch and such, a, such an asshole. Because I was so unhappy. Yeah, right. But I was projecting this vision of strength as a drag queen because that was my shield and that was my sure. defense. Yeah, um, which is but, great in one way, but then sometimes if you don't do the other bit, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's why, like, at some point, like, I, you know, I was like, oh, this is not, I can't do this. This needs to, we need to deal with this shit. Like, get mm-hmm. this this sorted. Like, it's affected me long enough. Sure. Now, did, was it sort of a slow creep up of that feeling? Like, it was like more and more Oh, day yeah, by it was day. like a decade. Yeah. It was a yeah, decade yeah, yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. And then it was another, another three or four years of actually doing the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was hard, but only because it was so deep. And so, like, just so, such a, such a part of who I was as a person. Sure. So, um, and it was like part of my genetic makeup almost, my programming. So of course. it was like, you know. Yeah. It's all so, woven so tightly. So tightly. That. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I've got to unravel that. Like that is a lot of, like that, that's hard. Yeah. Um, but you know, little by little, you know, and yeah. like, like Courtney, so wise, always says, just because you can't do everything doesn't mean you should do nothing. That's a really, yeah. <laughs> that is a really perfect <laughs> Which I, Which I'm really trying to take on every part of my life. <laughs> it's so, it makes so much sense, doesn't it? No, it really does. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you can talk yourself out of doing a lot of things, whether it's learning an instrument or whatever, because you can't immediately yeah. hit it. Yeah. 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 But then the journey sometimes is just as rewarding as the as the destination. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's also the meditative state you find yourself in when yeah. you're applying yourself to mm. either self-work or whatever, learning how to you know, fix a gadget or something. Yeah. 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 And also, like, I think that... um that the journey is where you find the res- self-respect because that's you reward right. yourself. You're like, I've done that. Like I, I put that work in. I deserve oh, that's That's, I, I've have respect for myself for doing that. That's right. It's like, it's like when I, I mean, when I was smoking and I'd take Champax, like the, 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 oh, the medication to yeah. stop. Yeah. And every time I did it and I, 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 uh, I had no respect for the actual quitting because sure. I hadn't done the work. Sure. I'm doing that now with the Jewel, but I like the Jewel. I'm okay. What's, what's the Jewel? Oh, Jewel is a vape pen oh, okay. for a, instead of cigarettes. Is it, but is it still nicotine? It's still nicotine, which I'm still okay with because I just I was starting to get the wake up in the morning feeling a bit, ooh, you know, in the chest, oh. running upstairs feeling like, oh, shit. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. How long did you smoke for? Oh, um, 20, uh, about 20 years, maybe oh, 19 wow. years. Yeah. yeah. With a two-year break in the sometime in the later part. Yeah. So I had quit cold turkey, and mm-hmm. that worked, but then- after moving to LA from the Massachusetts, I thought, "Oh, no one smokes out here yeah. in LA," which is not the case at all. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> everyone, and they all look great smoking too. Yeah, so you're like, no, oh, it's fine. It's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. What were the side effects like with Champax? My stomach was kind of gurgly. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Catch a shitting the bed, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but like, and and you know bad dreams and stuff like that. But I think there was one point as well, like I was sort of getting these slight headaches. And, oh, I, yeah. and I did it about three or four times. And you can only have it once a year. That's, that's in oh, Australia. Really? You only get the your doctor can only give it to you once a year. Oh, wow. It's so strong. You think, what's it doing to your brain? Like it's changing your brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's that strong. They have Shantex in the States, which is the same, but it's yeah. uh, a different dosage. Yeah. But anyway, you had the respect for the actual quitting. Yeah. So did you end up going back to smoking after the... Shantex every time. Uh-huh. But then yeah. last year... Mm-hmm. In my my old forty year old wisdom, um, <laughs> I I quit 
successfully. Yeah. And um and I but I built myself up to I worked myself up to it. And I was like, you know what? It's the same thing. Like I I suddenly had respect for myself just just because of all the emotional work I had done. Of so course, I was like, yeah. you know what? You can do this. Like stop using the excuse that you have no willpower, you've got no discipline, or you've got rubber arms, or it's just too hard, or yeah. whatever excuse you're making, just 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 don't make that for this because yeah. you need I just and I was spending so much money. It was costing me a fortune. They're so expensive. They're like thirty two dollars fifty a packet, and I was smoking a packet a day. Oh sure, so yeah, it's like yeah. it's 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 a lot of money. And and I just was like, you know what? Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. And um and then I worked myself up to it, and then I quit. Wow. And I quit cold turkey, and that was it. I think that's the best way to quit. Yeah, I think so. You have you have to work yourself up to it. Hey, have you visited the World Wide Web? Oh, it's such an exciting place. And now you can have your own website. And it's so easy to do with Wix. Have you wanted to make your own website, but maybe been held back by not knowing coding or just been a little intimidated by the process? Well, your troubles are over now because Wix.com is the solution. Over 140 million people already use Wix for their websites. You can start and publish for free. Choose from over 500 stunning templates or start from scratch. Change, customize, add anything you want. Text, images, videos, you know, all the stuff that you see on a website. And all the sites include built-in SEO tools. That's search engine optimization, which is very helpful when you're trying to be found on the great old World Wide Web. Get the tools you need to create the website you want. Unlimited storage, a custom domain, email addresses for your business, email marketing tools, premium apps, dedicated support teams, and so much more. We would have liked to have had a whimsically volatile website up already. The thing is, we were kind of uh, a little intimidated. Maybe we didn't know how to go about it, or we were a little too busy taping uh, gross things on the couch. But now our website's in process because we're using Wix. And there's tools for every business, e-commerce, music, hotels, events, restaurants, and more. Or if you just want to put up your own personal blog, Wix can make a beautiful presentation for you. You get unlimited fonts, design effects, HD video, grids, and layouts, code capabilities, media galleries, and basically everything you need to make a fabulous website. So get started now by going to Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com slash podcast to get 10% off. That's Wix.com slash podcast. Who doesn't like eating? The trouble is, sometimes you don't want to do any cooking. But what if there was a way to have the instructions spelled out for you and the ingredients already purchased, cut up, ready to go? Got some good news for you. HelloFresh can make this happen for you. Meals that are pre-planned, varied, and also take only 30 minutes or less to prepare. And clean up pretty quickly, too. It's made a world of difference for me because, as we've discussed on the podcast, sometimes schedules don't really allow for proper grocery shopping or meal planning. And HelloFresh is really the perfect solution for this. You get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow, six-step pictured recipe cards. And it's only six steps. It's not that hard. When you order from a food delivery service, I mean, that's at least three or four steps, not to mention you have to sit and pick what you want. This allows you to spend much less time meal planning or grocery shopping so you can get that time back to do more of what you love. Whether you're an omnivore or a strict vegan, they have options for you. They have three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, and there's an option to switch between them for when your tastes change. So if you want to join the HelloFresh party, we have a promo code for you that will save you $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash WV80 and enter WV80. That's HelloFresh.com slash WV80 and enter WV80. Once you do work like that, you then are so less likely to let someone else mess with your mental scene. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, no, 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 no. I really know what it's taken me to get here. Yeah. And you and no one else. Yeah, absolutely. To, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. And I, I have this saying to myself now, it's like, if I don't like something, I'm like, no, no, you love yourself too much to put up with that shit. Yeah. Like, you've got too much respect for yourself to do that. And I never had that before. 
Yeah. So it's nice. Yeah. That is nice too. It saves yeah. a lot of drama. It does. Yeah. yeah. Which can also distract you from the stuff that you need to work on back before you take on the yeah. journey, right? Yeah. 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 But it's, like, it's nice to be here. It's nice to, to finally like, to, I mean, it's funny because Courtney and I always talk about being broken. Okay. And like, I felt broken. Like, uh-huh. there was something part of me that was broken. Yeah. You know, and we always just, you know, discussed it. And she had a revelation when she was younger. She's like, oh, I just realized I'm not broken. I'm like, no, you're not broken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, right. You're good. Like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, but, but then it was just, uh, I don't know what it was. Just, just actually, it must have been last year. And I did therapy. And I hadn't done, like, I had, you know, like to do therapy in chunks so you can, like, you know, work on stuff and then have a break to process it all. Sure. Do another chunk. And so I went back on the first one and I was just talking to my therapist and I'm like, oh, I'm not broken anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I called Courtney. I was like, oh, my God, guess what? I'm not broken. <laughs> um, that just, was nice. It just, like, appears one day, right? It appears, did you say? No, the, the feeling appears. Yeah. Just sort of like. Well, the realization appears. Like, I, th- I think it was like I had known it, but then talking about it with a therapist, I was trying to explain. It's like, oh, this is what this is. It's not. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm not I'm not 100% fixed sure but but you know i've certainly i've certainly you know spack filled the cracks <laughs> <laughs> which will hold for at least another 10 years yeah it'll be good yeah, the rain doesn't get in yeah yeah <laughs> after you had quit drag the first time right then tell me if i have the timeline right mm-hmm. you were doing drag quite a bit and then burnt out on it yeah what was the path then to priscilla it was kind of it was very organic mm-hmm. it was very natural which is you know kind of nice um you know, like, I think the universe was looking out for me. Sure. So I was just working. I was just working really hard, just doing not really hard. I was working, doing a lot of drag. So, you know, <laughs> this wasn't hard work. <laughs> it was like you know, it was mostly just partying. Um, Hadn't you sort of backed off the partying a bit in that time? Yes. Yeah. But you know, when you work five nights a week on, in Sydney, well, like you're doing, you know, you're just doing a show every night. So like you're always in drag, and yeah. And I sort of just got to the into a routine of like you know, you'd sort of go out and you'd party, and then suddenly it's like Monday afternoon, and like you think, fuck, I haven't slept since Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> but I've done I've done five shows, I've done, yeah. I've, done, I've done like you know gigs every night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was that happened for a couple of years, and then I, that was that was when I was like, oh, you know what, I can't. Like I'm you know I'm, I'm getting closer to thirty at the time. I was yeah. Like twenty six or twenty seven. I was like, you know, I, I I I've got to start being mature. Like I've got to start growing up at some mm-hmm. point and realizing that you know I, I just didn't want to be doing that forever could you see like what could happen if you did yes i could see what yeah. i had i'd had evidence from other <laughs> people of what, what happens when you did do that <laughs> right. so without you know, wanting to go into too much Certainly, detail about that of course not yeah but um but so i was like oh i don't want I, I can't i don't want that so i sort of i did i sort of clean myself up and put yeah. myself back and and this this thing with priscilla was happening and 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 I kind of felt like I'd missed the boat with it, like as I, uh-huh. you know, I don't, I didn't, you know, I'd, I hadn't been, hadn't worked in the professional theatre world at that stage backstage, so I had no reason to be to be offered a job on it, uh-huh. just naturally. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, you're going to audition? I'm like, I'm not, a, I'm not a singer. I'm not a dancer. Like, you know, you don't uh, like uh, that's for professional musical theatre people. <laughs> and they all did open it up for drag queens and sure. two two drag queens that did work on the scene got jobs, but they were mm-hmm. dancers and singers. They were they were, they were actually. Performers who did drag. Oh, also. I see. Okay, yeah. Um, but one of those performers got me in to do a photo shoot one day when mm-hmm. the makeup artist of Priscilla wasn't available, and it was before Priscilla opened, and so I just got in and just never left. Yeah, I was like, right, I'm here. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I was very ambitious, and and I think about it now, and I cringe at being like being put in that situation with no experience whatsoever in yeah. that world. But I made it work, and I and I you know I, I successfully. Got myself around the world and worked on Broadway with it. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> West yeah. End and made myself invaluable. Yeah. But I, luckily, I just I, my skills 
were so specifically geared towards what they needed, and I right. knew that. Yeah. I made myself indispensable, indisposable, yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing wrong with being ambitious. It's just knowing the, the moments, right, when to act. Yeah. And also when to see something that's in the universe there exactly. sort of waiting for you, and you're like, hang on. Now's the moment. Now's the moment, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Like I remember, I remember going, okay, this is this is exactly what I wanted, and 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 you know, I'm not going to ruin this. Like I've, you know, I'm not going, I'm not going to allow myself to sabotage this. Yeah. Because you know, self sabotage is a very you know big thing when you don't have respect for yourself. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's and, quite popular self sabotage. Yeah, we all know it. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. Very, <laughs> <popular>. very common. <laughs> um, but thankfully, I didn't because I just that that was what. That changed my life. That, yeah. that that gave me this new new world that sure. I lived in. Yeah, you know? and that also you were excelling at. Like you know, you were excelling in a world that you never really expected to be yeah. in. And also, mm-hmm. I'm sure people were always like, "Oh my god, how do you do that makeup?" Because again, in the theater world, it's a little bit different than their usual thing. Mm. But it's a level of skill that you know you have a highly, highly evolved achievement level. Uh, yeah, and th- yeah, and thankfully, my level of skill in drag was strong enough and high enough to compensate for the fact I had no idea what I was doing in the theater. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Well, <laughs> that's I, and, fine. And I learned. Uh, yeah. I learned very, I'm a quick learner with that sort of stuff. So, like, I yeah. learned very quickly. But, it, yeah, it was a it was a bit of a dark time when I think about it. <laughs> like, backstage, <laughs> the theater, not knowing what I was doing. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, sure. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I, can that that. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Oh, did I do that? Oh, okay, I'll do it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I did that last week. It'd be yeah. fine. It'd be fine. And we actually yeah. were bumped into Kurt. Who worked in the first run? Kurt Page. Okay, feel him. Yeah, he told me a story about how he was struggling with his makeup. You sorted him out. He was like, even when I started to get the hang of it, my face would take an hour and a half, and it was still a nightmare. And that you were just like, all right, like sit down, I'll take care of yeah. it. And then he was so thankful for the yeah, uh, help. yeah, that was yeah, yeah that was good. He's, he was he's he's a fun guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was interesting. That was actually nice for me to like to teach that makeup to so many people around the world for sure. Priscilla. Yeah. And it's um yeah that yeah that that, that was that was an experience because some people are very very good with their fingers and their hands and then other people will just are not. <laughs> and when I say fingers and hands I mean like to do makeup. You know? Oh, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I'm kind of disappointed actually. I <laughs> I'm sure it goes both. Ways. No, that's true too as uh, we were discussing pre-show which will leave completely vague to make you wonder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and also, it must have been interesting when you started to teach people how to do things that you learned how to do out of necessity for your own yeah. benefit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I look back now, and I and I uh, I, I do it very differently now. Uh huh. Like the, the makeup, anyway. Well, sure. Because um, you always change. You always look back yeah, at your old work and think, do. "Oh, I wonder." They, yeah, yeah. And because, like, I just, I, I did do a makeup course, mm-hmm. but I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to go and just refine my own makeup. So, um, you know, I technically, well, no, I'm not technically a makeup. I'm a professional makeup artist, um, but I am a makeup artist. You know, well, I'd say professional. I mean, in this, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got lots of lovely things on the wall, so you, you don't need to clutter it up with all of those <laughs> exactly. certificates. Yeah. Um, but I sort of, you know, because I had sort of developed my own sort of way of doing makeup, I did take that into Priscilla and try to teach other yeah. people. But I think some of it was a bit complex uh-huh. for what it needed to be. Uh-huh. You know, I could have been much more just, you know, slap of glitter here and there and, you know, whack some eyelashes on and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> but still, you know, you get into that situation and you're like, this is my time to shine. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted yeah. the show to look beautiful. Like, I wanted the show to look authentic. And that was, yeah. that was my whole thing with, with Priscilla. Was it that I felt that was my duty as you know to, to the expert really with the look to, you know. to, to make it authentic yeah. and because yeah. you know Priscilla is based on a very specific time in Sydney's gay culture right. and drag culture 
and I wanted to reflect that and I wanted to sort of, you know, to own that and to respect that. Um, it has changed and developed over the years. You know, we're like, oh, well, no, no Priscilla doesn't really have a, a time frame. But at the time, I wanted to make it authentic. Yeah. Um, so, but it was good. It was a good experience. Mm. I'm very, very thankful for it. I imagine when you had that thought of like, this is my time, I've had moments like that. And it's a very quiet inside thought and you don't tell anyone you just yeah. go like oh yeah oh yeah i mean this is for me yeah. oh i was telling everyone oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think by telling everyone was my way of like making sure that i was accountable oh okay yeah. yeah so with me i get spooked it's like this whole thing i used to say if i want that to happen don't tell my mom that it might because okay. then it won't <laughs> oh god yeah that's Something. superstition that's which well that's yeah that's right i like to be yeah. dark arts <laughs> well that's my excuse me yeah. don't dark art shame me <laughs> sorry <laughs> just after mardi gras i get this is what i get yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry sorry i should know better than to dark art shame someone <laughs> right, well, what age did you start actually doing drag because i know from your blog you mm. know you were playing with dresses and yeah. makeup and actually i'm interested in that too when did you start fiddling with makeup just in general yeah um, well, my mum always had her makeup kit, her very, very, um, what's the rudimentary? Yeah, very basic, basic, okay. basic yeah. makeup, like, you know, eyeliner, mascara, some foundation, some eyeshadow, yeah. and lipstick. And um, she always had that in the bathroom, just, you know, just, just on, the, on the bench. Yeah. And I remember quite often, like, closing the bathroom door, and probably I was about 11 or 12 or something like that. And then I got to the sort of, you know, around that time as well, that me and my little sister were hanging out a lot. Mum, by that stage, was a, um, a single mum. She mm-hmm. left my stepdad, thank God. And, um, and so, and my, I'm the middle child, okay. and my sisters are five years older and five years younger. Mm-hmm. So, my big sister, she was, you know, she was in high school and, and, and you know, studying, and she was always in a room, but mum was working, so... When my big sister was in a room, me and my little sister were just playing. Sure. And um and we would you know we had a lot of fun together and and mm-hmm. and I would like dress her up and and do her makeup and do her hair and yeah. do photo shoots and yeah, like yeah. and like it was like that kind of stuff. So I kind of felt I sort of dab started dabbling in more of the technical side of yeah. of of that stuff when I was about eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. Um. Still never realizing that you could actually make a profession out of that. Like, <laughs> sure. No. 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 No way of you know. Yeah. Right. Um. But before that, like I, I was always in dresses. I always get in trouble. Got in trouble for you know, um, for playing in my mum's clothes, and mm-hmm. you know, I got got in trouble one time from getting lipstick on her wedding dress. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like I've always been very, very, very naturally drawn to feminine, yeah. girly stuff, and, sure. and you know, just was always dreamed about skirts that flared out when you spun around, and mm-hmm. you know, jewelry like costume jewelry, the sparkle, the glamour, and I yeah. would always go into this fantasy about it as well, like this whole like like any ju- piece of costume jewelry I thought was magic, yeah, and like yeah. I, I, had this, I must have watched something when I was a kid, and I had like an amulet or something like that, and so like I just had this this it was all just so surrounded by mystery and wonder, and it was and because yeah. it was forbidden as well because True. I was True. every every time I sort of was visibly someone caught me having a liking to it. I was yeah. always sort of made to sort of feel shame about it. Yeah. So so I kind of had this very strong attraction to it all. Um so and by the time I did drag, I was like it was like I was just just finally being able to immerse myself into right. things I've loved all my life. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Um but was that the question? Yeah, that, that basically was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and now I'm wondering, what were your first drag numbers when you started? My first drag numbers. Well, my first official drag numbers was Hero by Mariah Carey. Oh yeah. And Only One Row by Celine Dion. But that mm-hmm. was only ever performed in the mirror at home when I was. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when they were released. Very um, private, very intimate audience. Yeah. Yeah. Very just 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 yep. And I did. And Mum did come home early from work one day. I had wagged school. She didn't know I was home, and she found me in her room 
in all her clothes, full makeup, <laughs> miming to Wild Women Do by um, Na- Natalie Cole oh, from the yeah. Pretty Women soundtrack. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, She's yeah. like, yeah, that was, that was a shock for both of us. Um, <laughs> but my official drag numbers when I first did my first shows, I did Cindy Lauper's, oh, what's it called? I'm Going to Be Strong okay. on her 12 Deadly Sins soundtrack or um, album. And I Can Cook Too, which was by Marina Pryor, which is an Australian sort of singer. Uh-huh. But um, it's, it's, it's a musical theatre song that's been covered by a million people. Okay. So, that were my two first numbers. Yeah. What kind of music do you like to listen to and Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, the genres of Mariah Carey yeah, and Miss Mariah Carey. Yeah. Um, I do. She's my favourite. I do love yeah. her. Um, but I, I love the divas. I like sure. girls. Like, yeah. I just... I. You know, and they've got a for a long time. They've had to be belters, like they had. Like I just, I just wanted big divas, all of them. And I've sort of, you know, I've tried all of them, and I've sort of whittled down to the, the just the standards: Mariah, Whitney, and Celine. Like mm-hmm. I love them. Um, but now that I'm sort of older, and I'm not looking at only songs that I can perform to. Sure. I'm now broadening, like like Jolie and Sid here. We when we're on we work on Spotify. Well, we're, we're working with Spotify. I'm like, oh, who should we listen to today? And we will listen to the entire discography, and like you know. You know, getting into like, I saw Sasha Velour a couple of months ago. I'm yeah. like, oh, let's let's listen to Annie Lennox. Oh yeah, and I never yeah, really because yeah. you know, to me, she's not a she's not the sort of performance that I do. So I never really gave her any any attention. Sure, right, right. But then you listen to you like, oh, she's beautiful. Like this is actual magic. Like yeah, and every but, record's different. Yeah, and yeah, just beautiful stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I like I like good singers. We had a funny moment a couple times in West Hollywood, Brian and I, two or three days. Within the span of a week, we went into Joey's, our favorite pre-show lunch spot, mm-hmm. and I'd look up and I go, "She's here again." It was Annie Lennox. Oh wow! She loves Joey's as well. So if yeah. you're in West Hollywood, go to Joey's because <laughs> yeah. terrific like spot. Annie yeah. Lennox, <laughs> get a selfie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh god, God bless America. That's that, that. See, in Australia, we don't have that. Like, oh, okay. We don't, yeah. we don't. You don't pump into pump into stars. I'm still not used to it because yeah. I'm from the uh, the other coast. Mm. So I'm always just like, oh wow. I know it is fabulous. Do you like traveling a lot? No. <laughs> no. That was very strange. No. Um, I, I used to. Yeah. I travel a lot. I travel with Priscilla. Like, I ran sure. around the world with that. And I just... Did the no, novelty wear off, kind of? Yeah. I just... I don't... I'm just old and <laughs> tired now. <laughs> no, I'm not old and tired, but, like, I just... I'm, I like being settled, and I like having mm-hmm. my routine. I need a routine. Courtney's... She thrives on having, like, that that busy, international, like, a million different places, living out of suitcase. I can't do it. Like, it actually it starts to affect me psychologically. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny how different things work for different people schedule-wise. Yeah. yeah. Pardon me. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. I um. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm a bit same. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think it's actually getting a bit hay feverish and a bit, oh, okay. a bit, a bit pollen-y outside. It, it's change of seasons. Yeah, the weather was really crazy oppressive yeah, today. Yeah, I know. Uh, hot. Mm. I know. Welcome to Sydney. Yeah, right. Well, at least it was pretty mild comparatively for Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. It was beautiful. That's, I think that's the best weather we've had in a decade. Oh, okay. Like, that, yeah. was, that was nice weather. And it's lovely to be in summer now because LA was very rainy. And uh, it sounds like it's pathetic complaining about the rainy coldness of 60 degree LA. But, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you should never complain about rain in LA, should you? Like, no, <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, I know. I'm just being very, very spoiled. Did it snow in LA just recently? Did it? I saw on television, yeah. Oh wow! I mean, I'll have to check that out because that's a very, that's very, very rare. Yeah, I was watching Ellen on YouTube, sort of the snippets, and and she was going on about how the contrast of of the snowstorms in LA to the snowstorms on the the the. Oh, she East means the, Coast. she means the drug problems in the show business industry <laughs> right now. <laughs> Is that just LA? <laughs> I guess right. It's the New York. It's everywhere. It's universe. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's everywhere. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Anyway, that's that's not necessary. <laughs> that's irrelevant information. <laughs> but anytime there's an opportunity for a, a snow joke, I'm I'm right in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever work with someone in in Priscilla or anywhere else that you just felt like, oh, I really don't dig this person's energy? And if so, how did you sort of work around it? Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, it depends on the situation. There are a couple of people that you didn't have to be around, like like if if we weren't actually working the same team, but we had to oh, sort okay. of work in proximity, yeah. you can sort of just put up a barrier and avoid it. Sure. And there's a couple of times when we you know, had people that worked in the department that, you know, like, okay, this, this you know, that's hard. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's one of those things like, you know, your brain has a habit of like blocking out negative things. Yes. Yeah. I sort of think about it now. I'm like, yeah, that was negative, but I can't really remember anything about it. Um, Which is good. Yeah. 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 Well done, brain. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> good work. <laughs> that blocking out thing. Thank you for working yep. for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I look, I mean, I just... I don't know. I've got a really good ability to switch off. Okay. Like, I think that comes from being a kid and being bullied at school. Sure. Because, like, you sort of just, you just put up a wall and you're like, okay, just just get through this. Yeah. So, I sort of, I, I, I think, you know, in those sort of situations now, I just, I tend to, like, be able to put up blinders and blinkers and just, you know, just get on with it. Yeah. Not in every situation. Well, but, you know, <laughs> some people are very exceptional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And some people, like, you know, that you have much closer, you know, interactions with. You know, it's hard to avoid. Yeah, know, definitely. It's hard stuff. to parse out yeah. the work yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I try and have like nice people. I try and surround myself with nice people yeah. these days. Yeah. Life's too short. My bubble's pretty good, pretty tight. It's good to have a good bubble. Yeah. I, I feel like a really good vibe in here too. As soon as yeah. we walked in, especially I was a little frantic with some of the equipment issues and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it's a very welcoming pleasant, yeah well uh, it has to be right like, well that's your imagine a very tense like uh you're just like chain smoking like okay well, what do you want what do you want <laughs> yeah there's tinsel on the wig what, uh, what do you want uh, oh yeah look that well, that was last week <laughs> <laughs> by the way the tinsel wigs yeah well willem pointed those out to me and i was oh, like fun, Ooh, they? Those, yeah. yeah those are really beautiful yeah they've already, they already started being copied well you know, well but what can you do yeah <laughs> you're a leader you're gonna be followed <laughs> yeah that's, that's true how often are you looking at new wigs to put uh, together? Look, like new... I try and have something in process all the time. Yeah. But it's hard. Like, I just, you know, I mean, because I have everything made from my supplier in China, you know, it takes a long time. It takes it, t- it takes time. And then sometimes you, you spend time working on it and then it's, you know, it's not quite right and you've got to go through the process again. And sometimes yeah. it can take up to a year to get something new. Yeah. So, I try and have something in the in the works all the time, but mm-hmm. doesn't always come out at the end at this in, in a nice sort of succession yeah. in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sometimes, you know, it can be six months without anything new. Yeah. Or usually what happens, like, I'm trying to sort of rejig the way I sort of present the business and my line of wigs. Like I've just realized I've just to have a full range in stock all the time. It's just so much money and it's so much pressure to oh, keep sure. the stock like like up to date. Yeah. And I'm always making little changes to the wigs. Like I'm every every batch we get we improve them. And so I'm sort of yeah, in the process of trying to work out how to reimagine my 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 range. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go down the road of like having a line, every, like a, like a fashion line every sure. year. Sure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's and then really we cool. sort of, you know, we can sort of, you know, do a big a big launch, all yeah. the new stuff, and then we can, you know, do a big sale and get rid of the old <laughs> stuff. And that way, and that way, we're not hanging onto stock either. Yeah. Like It's like you know, but then that's scary because because you know we're not always in control of how things are produced in China and that's things true, that take. Right. And China's also being, which people don't realize, there's a big crackdown in China and in, in industry. Of environmental laws and new mm-hmm. new rules and regulations that okay. take that 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 are making things much harder to get, okay, you know, like yeah, and, yeah. and labor, like you know, it's good because you know labor's being like the, the workers are being treated better. Sure, 
um, and and you know they're they're trying to look after the environment. Mm-hmm. But it means that things are getting more expensive, things are taking longer, and um and things are just in general more difficult. Yeah. Um. So that that's hard, but. Yeah, that's that's just the woes of being a business owner. Where no, it's sure. manufactured in China. I'm just thinking about the trajectory of your life, going from someone who is doing drag just for themselves, then with Priscilla, you know, teaching people how to do it, and then applying onto other faces, which you'd started already, you know, when you're playing dress up with your sister mm. and everything. But it's interesting when you find yourself becoming a teacher, and then I'm sure like the head, I'm not sure what the title is, but head of the makeup department, yeah. right? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, for Priscilla, so then you're the head of a department of a section, and then you're a business owner. Mm. Have you ever found any challenges along the way in terms of managing other people and dealing with just other people in general? Oh yeah. Well, when I when I by the time I got to um London for Priscilla, I was the head of wigs and makeup and okay. the associate makeup designer. Mm-hmm. Head of wigs and associate makeup designer. Um, and I remember being like you know in in the department, being in the boss. And thinking it's not the fucking work that's a problem; it's the people. It's like it's 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 dealing with people and, yeah. and navigating and yeah. Yeah, people. That's that's where the work comes in. That's where you know the management, you know, yeah. title comes in. That's where it's hard. That's sure. what I found hard. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do find sometimes managing people, but you know, hope usually got good people around you. Yeah. I mean, and now like it's you know we're we're we're, we're pretty tight here. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. we're not a big you know this is me and Jolene that work here you know daily and I've got my. Other assistant, Blinda, who works remotely for mm-hmm. all the online stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's really just an operation of three. Yeah. You know, and Courtney and I are still business owners. She still owns sure. half the business, but yeah. she's busy doing all her stuff. So right. I guess she's more of a silent partner now. Mm-hmm. So as far as, you know, the operation of managing this side of it, this, yeah. this element, that's it's fine. It's pretty, yeah. yeah. Rolls but, along but, nicely. But the business side of it's hard, I yeah. find. Like, it's just the... It's, keeping it's, track of stuff, or the, the, yeah, the, the, it's, the, it's it's the it's it's the the switching beside between sides of my brain. Yeah, no, certainly. Like having to sit down in the mornings and be all business and 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 do all the you know the online stuff and yeah. and, and do the ordering and dealing with China and like and and all the you know, administrative kind of facilitating all people's orders and stuff like that, yeah. and then t- flipping it over and having to be creative and make these beautiful magic wigs for people. Right, and that's hard. Like sometimes I think. And I've been doing wig styling for a long time. Like I started hairdressing when I was 16. So sure. like, that's a long time. And started doing wigs really when I was like 20, 21. So it's been, a, it's been a, a journey of me, you know, dressing wigs and styling wigs. And I kind of feel like at this point in my life, I would rather just focus on the business. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because like, I would rather just, you know, make, make fabulous wigs and be able to facilitate, you know, fabulous wigs than having to spend hours and hours and hours in front of the mirror with a head, you know, like, like <laughs> making, you know, doing the wigs. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's called Wigs by Vanity. And, <laughs> and when people want something done by Wigs by Vanity, they want me to do it. So, <laughs> which is, I'm, I'm not in any way saying that's a negative thing. Of course I'm very, not. I'm very yeah. grateful and very blessed that I get to do beautiful things for people and, sure. and work, you know, work for myself and and express myself that way. And in, yeah. in terms of expressing yourself, also your Insta stories are an endless font of joy. <laughs> They're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing too how the social media thing really can impact business in such a lovely way. Yeah. Just by being yourself, because again, we go from a time where maybe we don't feel like we can be our full selves. And then once you're really embracing of your full self, mm. especially online, yeah. and you see, oh, people people love this. People people lo- yeah, love absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think Instagram, my stories, is a major part of my emotional growth. 
and and the place that I'm in now, mm-hmm. and like and me learning to respect myself and, and yeah. value who I am. Because and, and I remember saying to Courtney once because I was like, I just is it wrong that I love Instagram so much? So like I just I really love it, and I just yeah. like I really like I uh, I just it's just. It's fulfilling it. or something. Oh, so know, fulfilling. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, as long as you don't, you know, you realize that it is just online and it's not, you know, it's it, there there are limits to what actually it's, you know, how how it feeds you. Yeah. Um and and don't don't, you know, over well, what, what, I can't remember what she said. Kind of like over rely on the yeah, validation yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Don't think it's yeah. anything more than what it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then yeah. I realized that I think what it is is because all my life, especially when I was well, when I was young, like, you know, I was made to feel I was so d- rejected. By yeah. society for yeah. being who I was, yeah. So now to have this 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 platform where I'm able just to be 100 percent authentically myself, yeah. And the more I am myself, the more people love it, yeah. And the yeah. People, people comment, and it's like, and I know they're strangers. I know I've never met them mostly, but but still, you know, it was strangers that were that were rejecting me before. So now to have strangers, you know, accepting me and and appreciating me for who I am, mm-hmm. and and telling me that and and, sh- and telling me how much they appreciate it and how much they like it and enjoy it, it really means something to me. Like I really find it really special. And part of me, you know, you think, oh, you know, you don't don't you know, don't be too don't don't think too much of this. Like this is a, this is all very very surface. It's yeah, you know, they don't really know you. Like sure. you know, this isn't like a, a deep friendship. Of course, you know, but it's but. But no. bad things have come that way too that you've taken on, and yeah. they're just surface. But you don't think that, so why not enjoy? Yeah, enjoy the good things, the, the exactly. Things. Yeah. yeah, it's a great thing. Oh, it is a great thing. But you've got to make it work for you. Like, oh, I have, you do. I've yeah. got a zero tolerance cunt policy. <laughs> like, if you're a cunt, if you say one thing that I don't agree with, you're out. You're done. And and I and I, and I do, and I, I don't do it often. But if I do, like, you, I'm just I just don't have the bullshit. Why? So if you, if, yeah. you don't, if you don't fit in with my brand, then I don't want to be around you, and I don't want you to. You, you like we 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 aren't right for each other clearly because you don't yeah. like what I do. You know, you've you've taken the time to t- tell me or be a, a bastard. So yeah. I was like, so that's fine. You don't have to. You can you can think that, but don't do it on my page. Don't do it around me. Exactly. Don't don't don't, don't inflict that upon me. Yeah. No, I agree with you. So Trolls so are not yeah. welcome. That's so I not, yeah. yeah I, I I I I you know. I, I am very ruthless, <laughs> and it's nice. And now I've got just got lovely people, yeah, lovely people who actually want to be around, you know, who want to be exposed, you know, who we both want to be exposed to each other. Like, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you have any favorite films? The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, the, they're they're my ultimate favorites. Yeah. But then I've got like you know, lots of other camp ones. Well, tell me some on. of those because I I love the ones that are just like oh yeah I've seen it twenty times but I wouldn't say it was my favorite film. Um. Well, like Trip Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, fabulous. Um, yeah. It's mostly eighties stuff. It's like when I was a kid, like yeah. Xanadu and Greece. Oh God, I love Xanadu. Splash, The Little Mermaid. Yeah, Xanadu. It's funny because you love it so much, and every time you watch it, you go, "This is really a terrible film." Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so terrible, and I didn't realize how terrible it was until I was probably like twenty three, and I was dating this boy from England, and he had never seen it before, and he was like here visiting, and and, and I'm like, "Oh my God, you got- it's such a great movie. It's yeah. so." <laughs> It's so beautiful. And, and we started it, watching yeah. it and he's like, this is shocking. And I was like, oh my God, it is. <laughs> it really is bad. <laughs> it really yeah. is bad, but yeah. I still love it. No, I it's great. It. And yeah. the, it, it's almost you, like you want to cut out the musical numbers and just show those. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just, just her in general. Like, she's so beautiful. No, Olivia her. is. Yeah. yeah. But since we're in Australia, we should talk about Olivia a little bit. Yeah. Glad we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my other, my other major influence is um, I Dream a Genie. Oh really? I was okay. obsessed with Gene. I still am. Like I yeah. still have good him. hair on that. Yeah, good, yeah. great hair, great hair. Um, so there's, yeah. It's funny with Greece. We were, uh, we just went. Sam and I went to the Kylie show, and you'll be going to the Kylie mm, show, the Kylie right, and Jake yeah. Shears show tonight. So for Whimsical Volatile Drinking uh, Game participants, Jake Shears <laughs> playing last night and tonight, and um, 
Kylie had one outfit that looked like she was stitched into it right before she walked out, oh, yeah. you know, and it reminded me of uh, Olivia when she comes out as Bad Sandy. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. stitched into it. Yeah, which she was actually for the premiere party. She was just literally like for that scene and for the premiere party. So yeah. I think it was a very uncomfortable night. Yeah. For her. Oh, she's so beautiful. I just look at her and think she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Like at that age, just, like, oh, just yeah. so innocent and so pure. Mm-hmm. I just love her. And she thought that she was too old for Greece. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she uh, she refused. Well, she was 28 or something, wasn't she? Yeah, 20 or 29. Yeah, Yeah. I love that too. I was of a 30-year-old playing a high schooler. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see Two of a Kind? When I was a kid, and I never watched it since. It's like watching, watching Grease 2. Oh, Because I, yeah, like, yeah, I was like, yeah. well, that's Sandy and Danny in Two of a Kind. Yeah, yeah and right, then, exactly. And then I'm like, no, that's not Sandy and Danny. <laughs> nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but those uh, listening, if you want to see John Travolta in a nice wig and a fake mustache, check out Two of a Kind. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. He tries to rob the bank that she's working at in this <laughs> really uh, crazy wig and a mustache. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll have to watch that again. It's it's yeah. good. Actually, it's so berserk, it's worth watching yeah. again. And like Oliver Reed's in it. There, it's just insane. It's just insane and also when you watch it going oh they all thought that this would be the big follow-up to their yeah. other stuff yeah 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 i know and it wasn't it was a flop wasn't it it was a huge flop i think that's what put the final nail in the coffin of her film career yeah yeah oh actually and one of mother's anna do think the guy i can't remember the male lead who was in the warriors said yeah the warriors opened up every door in show business Xanadu promptly shut all of them. So um, <laughs> he was terrible though, the lead of Oh he's the, the god awful in that. But mind you they say there are no bad actors, just bad directors. Oh that's true. And that director went on to become a, a award winning documentarian. Oh, did he? Well yeah. documentaries. Well that's that's a that's a good I think it's that's a, a bit, better segue to it. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, yeah, yeah. You can help people out a little bit better than that. So um before we go, is there anything that you'd like to talk about that we haven't talked about? Uh, no. But can I just t- say that you've got the most amazing on-air voice? Oh, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, like because I, I I hadn't listened to to the podcast and I and and I knew that uh, like you guys had mentioned me quite a few times. Oh, sure. Obviously, we always are saying Fabulous <laughs> Friday. Yeah, and people yeah. always remind us like, oh my god, I've got to listen to it. I've got to listen to it. <laughs> and um, and it was like Alaska. It's like a uh, ra- uh, race chaser as well. And, and oh, sure. And and I hadn't listened to any of that. And I was like, oh my god, I need to. I need <laughs> and um anyway so then i started listening and i think i was going to my mom's and i listened like i uh, just binged listened um and oh, it was it you. was funny like you know knowing that we're coming to the situation I'm like and i feel like i already know you like i was like you know you just hear someone's voice so much you're like oh yeah it's yeah like, no old, totally old same <laughs> and same from the, your stories and everything <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's nice Vanity, thanks so much. Thank you. Well, let, let's on. just like you know, let, let's make a deal that if I come to LA, oh, that, that we do another one with, with the three of us. Okay. Oh, of course, one hundred percent. I'm looking nice. forward to that. Till next time, everyone. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.
you want.